0: Hi friends, welcome to the Partnership Podcast, exploring gospel partnership and generosity in the Bible, alongside stories of support raising from around our fellowship. We pray you'll be encouraged by it. Well, hi everyone and welcome to this season of the Partnership Podcast, where we've got Reese joining us to talk about his experience of starting support raising with us. Thanks, Reese.
1: Thanks, Kat. It's, It's a great pleasure to be here and to hopefully be an encouragement to others starting out on this great journey with us.
0: Yeah, good. Uh, Let's pray as we begin. Father, we thank you so much that you are a God of partnership and fellowship and that you call us into relationship with one another for a common aim of glorifying your Son. And we thank you so much for the way that includes our material resources and how we can use them to benefit the work that you're doing. We pray as we listen to Reese's story now that we'd be encouraged and strengthened in this work of support raising. And we ask it in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So Reese, I'm just wondering if we can start with the question of how, you, how the prospect of support raising sat with you as you thought about coming to work with us.
1: Yeah, I did a ministry apprenticeship with um, a, a university group that meant I had had a bit of experience doing uh, support raising, doing developing partners um, prior to coming and joining our fellowship. And so uh, kind of all that experience came with me of uh, the joys of getting to share ministry vision with people and the excitement of inviting them to be a part of that. Uh, So I, I think I came in mostly really excited, partly because it had, been a fair number of years of study at college since I'd done it. So maybe the distance kind of made it a bit warmer. Um, Yeah, but mostly positive, although with the the additional kind of absolute terror of because of inflation, because of now being kind of full-time trained staff, those raising targets were a lot higher than what I'd done before. And so there was a kind of this mixed blend of of excitement, of getting to reconnect with people and invite them to partner in ministry and absolute terror at kind of the daunting size of the task, I think.
0: Yeah, sure, sure. And you wouldn't be alone in that, I think. Um, And so then as you actually started to approach people and to engage in support raising, did that change how you were feeling or was that much the same?
1: I think it was a lot the same. I was really thankful for um, the the syllabus material that we were provided with of, of training for us to go through our material to go through ourselves and that kind of sharpen our convictions and our attitudes around support raising as I got into it. Um, being able to dig into the Bible and um, think really hard about what it was that I was doing kind of took some of that excitement and and positiveness that I had coming in and sat in a and framework that made sense and so that was really helpful kind of coming in and then talking to people like it 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 really is a joy every time I get to sit with someone and share the vision of the ministry that we're a part of and why I think it's valuable and what a, a great thing it is for them to financially partner with it um It's for me, it's the kind of lead up to those meetings that terrifies me. It's the um, who am I going to contact and then making that initial contact and hey, can we catch up? And you know, someone gives a thumbs up react on Facebook to your message and you're like, what does that mean? Does that mean yes, you want to? And like, (laughs) and so just having to push through some of those um, was daunting at times. But I like every single time I got to sit with someone and share what. I was doing and why um, was just a great joy every single time. And people were always so encouraging to hear what's going on and um, were always so thankful that uh, God was on for this kind of ministry um, and that they got to be a part of it through me. So yeah, a joy every time.
0: Yeah, that's great. I'm so glad to hear that. But can you just tell us a little bit more about that being a joy even when people said No.
1: Even when people said no, that feels pointy. Um,
0: oh no, I'm I assuming a great question. that there was not everyone yeah,
1: said yes, no, there but
0: was. you've been clear that it was a joy every time.
1: You're right. Um, there, were, Something can be a joy and a disappointment at the same time, I think. There, there were definitely some times <laughs> yeah. um, I met with people where either... Um, just my, my understanding of their circumstances meant I had particular expectations of what they might give and they gave less or at, at even at times people, you know, they you'd sit with them, you'd have this great chat and they'd say, this is so good. Um, I'd love to pray and, and always so, so thankful when people pray for the ministry, but can't give at this time. And, and that at times was a bummer, but um, I think just constantly having to remind myself again and again that. Um, while there's this numerical target that we're set that we have to do, that's the measurable. Actually, just the fact that people are on board and willing to pray for the ministry is, is really important and really significant. And, um, you, know, it's, you know, if it's good enough for Hebrews, it's good enough for me. Somewhere, somewhere it says, um, unless the Lord builds the house, the, the, the workers, they, they strive in vain. And so just yeah. reminding myself of that, that actually the people who say no, but are still keen to pray, which all of them have always been, those are incredibly valuable people too. And that is such a joy to have them genuinely part of ministry through their prayers.
0: Mm. Oh, that's, I'm really encouraged to hear that. Um, you mentioned as well how important it had been reading the Bible. Was there a particular standout passage for you that shaped your thinking or...?
1: There was actually. Um, All of them? Oh, there were so many wonderful ones. The one that really has captured my heart, I think, in, in 2 Corinthians 8, um, as Paul is talking to them about the Macedonians, uh, from verse 2, he says, During a severe testing by affliction, their abundance of joy and their deep poverty overflowed into the wealth of their generosity. I testify that on their own, according to their ability and beyond their ability, they did begged us insistently for the privilege of sharing in the ministry to the saints. Like that, that these Macedonians were so captured by the gospel that they begged Paul to take their money so that the gospel could go out um, around Jerusalem and around the world. And that as I'm in like, I think instinctively we, we get really uncomfortable at asking people for money like that's a weird and uncomfortable thing but if we're captured by the gospel and the people we're inviting are captured by the gospel actually the attitude we should expect is that people should should love the opportunity to jump on board should want to like they should be begging us to to be part of this ministry um, and I'm sure they're begging people to be part of all kinds of ministries. And so there's, you know, limits to their resources and that's fine. But, but that actually I'm, I'm not inviting some people to something difficult, um, but something that is a privilege and a joy for them as much as it is for me, I think was just a really helpful mindset. Mm,
0: I love that. Yeah, that's really great. And I think I do see... Our staff constantly finding people whose hearts God has moved, like He moved them to joyful, willing, almost exuberant generosity at times throughout the Bible story. So I'm really glad about that. Um, you started support raising, uh, and I'm conscious you've been with us for a year and a half or so now. How's that played out as you kind of into your second year?
1: yeah, um, it's it's been challenging. I think um, it, it might come up on a later question, but that's fine. I think I'm I'm really thankful with the kind of new policy I'm hearing about of kind of getting new staff to to get to 100 before they're on campus full time because when I started just last year it was 80%. and that meant um, you know we I'd, I'd started support raising in like October. And so, by the time you're on campus and you're at 80%, there's that kind of buffer of some people who started early. There's one-offs and you kind of go 80% plus a bit. Like, I'll be fine. It'll That's perfect. And it, it, it meant the foot comes off the gas and kind of mm. got a bit lazy with kind of continuing to invite new partners um, as the tyranny of the urgent takes over and all the busyness of things on campus that are great. But that meant... Um, come November or so last year with CPI increases and things like that, that happen. um, I found myself in deficit that meant I had to get on the the deficit control procedures, which um, is a wonderful thing. It is. I'm so thankful to to the office that they have these procedures in place to ensure that um, our ministry is sustainable, but it also is a real hit to get that email that says, hey, you don't have enough money. You've got to get off campus for a day a week and, and work harder at that. It kind of, it cranks the, the imposter syndrome into overdrive and all of that, like, am, am I cut out for this? Is, is what I'm doing worth it? Um, and so I think that was really hard for me towards the end of last year. And um, I'm still trying to get that. Like we're still, we're kind of hovering just under the, the surplus like just the tiniest bit in deficit and i i need to keep pushing hard and as you kind of go through the years with with our fellowship there's going to be more and more to do on your plate that's going to make it harder and harder to carve out time for um inviting new partners and so like i just i know i need to work a lot harder at carving out that time um and inviting people because it's it is a joy to invite people, and so this interview is also really good for me because it's reminding me of how wonderful <laughs> it is inviting people to be part of this ministry. Um, yeah, so that, yeah. And yet along the way, like you know, uh, we've we've just had kind of conference season, and and I come back and I'm going through emails, and there's emails there, of new new partners who have jumped on board, or, or or regular givers who have added a little extra and one offs. Um, just out of nowhere, that means all along the way, even as there's struggle and hardship, um, there is just these constant little delightful bursts of joy that come as people um, moved by the gospel and moved by God's grace in their lives throw a bit of money at a ministry that's valuable. Mm, Yeah, that's great.
0: And so in this whole process are there things that have really surprised you either positively or negatively
1: i think what one, one of the positive surprises is that last bit is is when people give unexpectedly um and that happens so often that it should never be unexpected i, I think but um like, as I said, I got back, I, I go through emails and I've got a one-off gift from a person from the church I became a Christian at that I haven't been to, like I, I visited when I, I went to, to share about starting this ministry, but but haven't been to regularly for a decade. And yet there's someone who loved, the saw how God grew me in my early years as a Christian, loved um, what God did did through me in leading a youth group at this church and and loves that God is still using me somewhere else. And so just every now and then throw some money, um, which is a joy and a delight every time. But a, another couple from that church who were one, some of the first people I met up with who just gave way more generously than I expected um, and, and have continued giving generously. And um, so I think I, I put a Facebook post just saying, hey, I'm starting this new role. If you want to pray, like, let me know. And again, I had someone from high school get in contact with me and be like, hey, this is great. Can I give you money? to? Can I support you financially through this? Um, and so I think the the thing that surprised me consistently has been how willing God's people are to give generously to God's work, um, which again, it shouldn't be a surprise, um, you know, even given 2 Corinthians 8 that I read out a moment ago. But People genuinely, consistently uh, are delighted to give financially to God's work all around the world. And so to be a part of that and a recipient of that is a surprise and a joy like cons- oh, over and over and over again.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's great. Um, can I just ask as well, if you're happy to share, you had a great analogy for support raising when we spoke in the middle of last year. <laughs> Can you remember it was something about honey? Yeah,
1: <laughs> it's, it, I I often think of it like walking through honey. Um, it's yep. support raising. It's, it's sweet and lovely. Like it's delicious. And yet it's also viscous and a bit of a slog to like, if you're walking through honey. Yeah, I can, I can dip a finger <laughs> down whenever I want and, and have a taste and it's, it's lovely, but it's still, it, it takes effort and energy and and constant input to get through. Like if you imagine, imagine being knee deep in honey, trying to walk through that, like that's it's yeah. it's not easy, but it it's sweet and it's good. Um, and I hope that never happens to me in real life. But um, that's that's just how I feel sometimes. It's sweet yeah. and lovely, but it's it's hard and it takes energy and effort that you just need to keep inputting. Yeah,
0: yep. Yeah. And I think that experience is pretty widespread from all the staff I've spoken to, although not all. Express it as evocatively as you have there. (laughs) Um, And any particular highlights or lowlights from your time support raising that you'd be keen to share with us?
1: Um, A lowlight, I think um, as much of a joy as it is getting those surprise emails of new financial partners, there's also those emails of people have dropped out and like they they don't say anything if like if if someone's like oh hey I can't give for this reason you go okay no worries but um so often they just kind of stop and um it's it's a bit of a surprise because you know they pray and and you get to pray for them and it's a joy and then suddenly I don't know where they stop and you're like hey like thank you so much just you know you send that follow-up email and they never reply to that and so there's there is kind of that challenge every now and then and that that hardship of of when people kind of just drop out of that partnership um that's that's kind of just a reality of life i think people as their life circumstances change as other ministries come up for them to want to support then they they have to go to that and that's good and right um but it it doesn't stop it from kind of being a little bit of a gut punch every time Um, yeah and so i think in those moments i i just try and work hard at reflecting on the thankfulness of, you know, the, how long they have supported and, and, and been generous and, and, been wonderful, um, rather than letting it get me too down.
0: Mm. Great. And if you could go back in time and share some wisdom with yourself as you started up, what would you want yourself to know?
1: Yeah, I, I think it, it's, it's to work hard at it and don't take the foot off the gas, um, as as soon as things start on campus um, it's so hard to carve out that time Um, and so you I I think I, I really wish I'd worked a lot harder before starting on campus and and so much of me thought oh it's okay there's kind of the winter break I'll be able to do another push then and then you you get to winter break and there's conferences and there's prep that needs to happen and and particularly in your first year you're like I have no idea how any of this works. And so you're learning all of that as you go. And you just don't have time there. And you go, oh, no, it's okay. There's, you know, there's this summer break coming up. And then, you know, you, the, you're hopefully, you you know, you're at church busy around Christmas trying to serve there. And then, you know, you have a bit of time off by God's grace and you get to refresh and recharge. And next thing you know, you're planning for next year already. Like, And so immediately, it's so hard to carve that time out. And so pushing really hard, working really hard at getting, even above that 100% before campus starts at the start of, of time with our fellowship, I think is, is a really important goal and which is why I'm so glad it's kind of been the goal from the top down that's been set. And so delighting in that goal rather than feeling oppressed by that goal, um, I think is a good thing for, for our new staff to just go, actually, this is really good and really valuable for the long-term sustainability of this ministry. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. And I'd even recommend that new staff... Even if it means missing part of O week, just don't go full time on campus until you have enough support because I think like you said that's a very common experience it's almost impossible in that first year getting your head around so many things. Yeah. Um Reese, thanks so much for sharing with us. It's been really great to hear your story and some of your joy as well amidst the kind of the real experience of doing this. So thanks for sharing.
1: It's been a pleasure. Thanks for having me.
0: That's all right. Let me finish in prayer. Father, we thank you so much for Reese's story and we thank you that you have been with him and we thank you particularly for the joy that you have given him in the generosity of your people and the way that you have given your people joy in and desire to partner with Reese. Father, please help your church in Australia and around the world to keep growing in that joy that the Macedonians had of our joy in the gospel and even in difficult circumstances, severe trials, uh, that we might, that our joy in you and in the gospel might well up in great generosity towards you and your purposes. We thank you for that. We pray you'd give us perseverance through the honey, um, even as we enjoy its sweetness. And we pray it in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Great. Bye for now.